Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing Lovely Writer, the Thai BL drama series that recently finished airing on WeTV. If you want to watch this and you don't happen to live in Asia, I recommend getting the Proton VPN. It's very reasonable, and no, I'm not being paid to promote Proton VPN. I'm simply saying it's really easy to use. And you can switch that to the Taiwan server, and that will allow you to watch all episodes of Lovely Writer if you feel so compelled. This series is basically about two main characters named Jean and Nubsip. Jean is a writer. He used to write regular novels and now he writes Y novels because he gets paid pretty well to do so and people seem to like his work. He does not like writing Y novels at all. He would prefer writing regular, um, basically dark futuristic novels is the best translation I can think of for them. But anyway, dark fantasy novels. But he is not able to do so because his agent doesn't want him to. So he continues to write Y novels. One of his novels is being made into a TV series, and he gets to go to the set to kind of help pick out the cast and also to see how it's being filmed, etc. He doesn't really want to do this. He'd rather stay home in his apartment and write books, um, which I totally can sympathize with. I mean, no offense, it's hard for hobbits to leave their holes sometimes. But anyway, so Jean goes to the casting for this new series, and this person walks in as he's getting ready to leave, and grabs him and basically works out the lines he's supposed to be saying to another character in the show with Jean. And Jean doesn't know what to do with this. He's just sitting there, this is a really weird situation. But there's something about this person, Nubsib, that he is drawn to, and he can't figure out why. So, I had to get a drink of caramel macchiato. It's morning peeps, and I needed my coffee. But anyway, so, Jean and Nubsib continue to have these brief interactions that Jean doesn't know why, but he likes Nubsib, and Nubsib is kind of really obsessively fond of Jean, and Jean doesn't get this. He's like, what is up with this person? Um, Jean is 26 years old, Nubsib is 20 years old, so that's the other thing. He's like, why is this kid talking to me? Because we're quite a bit different in ages. At the end of the day, Jean's college friend, Toom, is actually the manager for Nubsib through his sister's company. And he comes to Nubs, or to Jean's apartment, and he says, Jean, I have a favor to ask. You have three bedrooms in your condo. Nubsib got kicked out of my sister's um, apartment complex for the actors and talent because we're running out of space. Could he please stay here so he doesn't have to go back and forth from the college, which is quite a distance, this will be a much easier point for him to leave. And he cooks, he cleans, he can take care of your house for you while you're walk, working on your book. He won't disturb you. We've talked about this. And I just need to have this taken care of so that we can make this work without him having to trek all across Bangkok to get to the film production on time. 
Gene does not like this idea. He keeps saying, my, 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 means no in Thai. And um, he's very upset that someone is coming into his world that he does not know. And this is troubling for him. And, you know, I don't know many people that would really be okay getting a roommate on short notice, um, especially if they have no idea about who they are. But anyway, um, as the story progresses, Nubsib tends to keep the house extremely clean. He cooks food for Jean, and Jean is like totally elated the day that he walks out. And in the morning, Nubsib has a piece of buttered toast with jam on it that's so covered in jam it's like piled. And Jean's like, oh, I have arrived in heaven and it has toast. And you know, this is quite funny. Jean is, it's kind of Jean is like, he loves eating food, but he forgets to eat food, but he will always, like, beef up on cake or sweet things. I don't know why. And he's the super skinny guy, so it's so funny to watch because I'm like, he's always eating cake. He's always drinking sweet drinks. And he stays, like, super thin. You know, some things just are weird. But anyway, as the story progresses, Gene ends up really liking Nubsib, and he doesn't know what to do with this, and they actually kind of have a conversation between the two of them in a point where Jean is, he went to his college reunion, basically, and it went really bad. Um, people started mocking him for his work, basically, and saying, well, if you write, write novels, you must be gay, which doesn't make any sense at all when you think about it logistically, because quite frankly, most Y novels are actually written by women and not guys, and even if they are written by guys, it doesn't mean that the guy is gay in any way, and even if they were, I don't see why this is something we should be making fun of someone forever. But anyway, moving on from that terrible experience that Jean had, Jean um, ended up very intoxicated and... Nubsib had to come get him because he was not able to drive home. Nubsib gets him home, and it's during this whole period when Jean is rather intoxicated that he tells Nubsib that, you know, he likes him. And, Jean, and Nubsib's like, you know, being drunk has its perks, at least now you're honest. And they basically have this moment where they talk about things. There's also a time when it could have gone awry, but Nubsib stopped it from going awry. And they basically realize that they do like one another. Um, Nubsib, of course, always knew this. Gene, it took a while for him to come around. Um, at the end of the day, though, Gene finds out that Nubsib is actually his neighbor kid who he played with all the time when he was growing up, who was like six years younger than him, and was always hanging out with him when he was about 12, and Nubsib would have been about six to eight years old. So until Jean would have been about 12 to 14, and Nubs would have been about 6 to 8. Um, this makes Jean very, very mad. He feels like Nubsib is lying to him, that he should have told him from the beginning that he was the kid who used to always hang out with him. And he also feels stupid that he didn't see this before, that he didn't realize this is who Nubsib was. I think that's the part that bugs him the most, even though he says the other bothers him when he addresses this with Nubsib. At the end of the day, he kicks Nubsib out of the apartment, and he goes and lives at his grandfather's garden mansion, which is this beautiful house that he writes at sometimes. Nubsib then calls Jap, who um, knew 
that Nubsib wanted to be with his brother and so tried to orchestrate things to his favor. And Jap, actually, you know, Jap calls Nubsib and says, you know what, Nubsib, I think my brother's at my granddad's house. So if you want to go talk to him, he's probably going to be there. Um, Nubsib does go talk to Jean at that house and he says basically you know the reason I didn't tell you I was the neighbor kid you grew up with is I knew that if you knew I was the neighbor kid you grew up with you wouldn't be able to like me as well because you'd constantly be going back to the fact that I'm auntie so-and-so's kid instead of seeing me as you know an adult that you could maybe be with in the future and he says that's why I didn't tell you that I was your friend from childhood and he says, you know, that doesn't mean that I was trying to, you know, hoodwink you or anything like that. It's just I wanted to be sure that we were okay before I said that. This kind of reminds me of when Jason Momoa says that he stalked his wife for years and didn't tell her till he had two babies with him, with her. I mean, no offense. I'm going, Lisa Bonet's a very smart woman, so I mean, no offense. It's like Jason's idea of stalking is kind of... Um, if anyone's ever seen Nomeo and Julia, when the little um, character thinks that he's in stealth mode with the paint can on his back, <laughs> that reminds me of Jason in stealth mode. I mean, it's quite obvious, but still, I think Nubsib was trying to be in stealth mode too, and actually did a pretty good job. At the end of the day, Gene um, is very unsure of Nubsib still, but Nubsib's like, you know what, it's okay if you're unsure. We'll work through this one day at a time, and just please don't you know, leave my presence. Because you left when I was eight years old, and I felt terrible for the rest of my childhood because you weren't there. And it took me until I was in college to figure out why it bothered me so bad that you weren't there. And one breakup with another person to figure this all out. Um, at the end of the day, there's an interesting scene at the grandfather's house where Nubsa basically, um, he conks out, Gene conks out on the sofa writing his book, and Nubsa comes and pulls him, picks him up, takes him to the bedroom, not to do anything inappropriate, but just to make sure he's comfortable, because you don't want to sleep on sofas, and, um, he said, he goes, I'm so glad that you came back into my life, and please don't leave again. And it's at this point that I think Jean and Nosib do figure each other out. I think, you know, it's interesting to see as couples develop in real life and on film how there's kind of these moments of odd attraction, is what I would call it, where the couples like one another, but they're completely unsure. And then there's this point where they reach where they understand one another better, and there's not so much that's left to doubt. Anyway, so... As the story progresses, they become a couple. Um, Nubsib ends up moving, or Jean ends up moving into Nubsib's condo that's next to him after he kicks Nubsib out of his condo because he doesn't think that they should be living together while they're dating. He finds out that Nubsib actually bought the condo next to him uh, quite a while ago so that he could be near him, and then ends up, as the story progresses, moving into Nubsib's condo, even though he still has his own. Um, then people start to find out that Jean and Nubsib are a couple, and it starts to turn things bad because of Aoi. Aoi is a character who plays Nubsib's, um, he's a, he's like, there's two main characters in the series that they're making, 
and he plays opposite of Numsip. Aoi wanted to be with Jean. When he couldn't be with Jean, he decided to make life living hell for Numsib and Jean by going on Twitter and basically adding flame to the fire of their relationship and the hate that the fans were generating. This is the one thing I think this series did do a good job on showing was how, for some reason in BL drama, people tend to have very acidic tendencies sometimes in their response to things like how they dealt with the situation with Nubsib and Jean. Like for some reason it's terrible because Nubsib should be with Aoi. Um, this is absolutely ridiculous because these are actors, they're in movies, they're being paid to portray people. I mean we don't sit there and go Meg Ryan should be with Tom Hanks because they were in so many films together. I mean that's absolutely ludicrous. So why on earth are we doing it to these actors who, no offense, I feel quite bad for because they're much much younger. A lot of times these actors are anywhere from 17 to 22 years old. And to try to deal with this kind of thing, I think would be hard at any age, but I think it'd be particularly hard when you're younger. Not because you don't have the tools, but because you're still kind of figuring out who you are as a person. I think one of the interesting things to me is some of the newer series that have come out actually star people who are a little bit older, like for example, To My Star, the K-drama, um, also... We Best Love, I believe the two main actors in that one were 26 and 28 years old. And I think in many ways, that was kind of a positive thing because these actors are older to be able to handle the publicity, to be able to handle the fans that might go wrong, for example. And, you know, I don't know why in BL drama this seems to be a problem. The whole fangirl thing, honestly, still doesn't get at all. I mean, no offense, I, I enjoy the shows, but I do not understand fangirls at all. Um, but you know, I don't mean it bad. Honor's going to do a podcast at some point about, you know, to me it has nothing to do with how people look that's attractive. I mean, no offense, it's like that really doesn't matter worth anything. I think, you know, people's acting abilities can be admirable. I think if they do a good job portraying their roles, that's really good but I don't see why people are fangirling them thinking that they should be with a certain character because they were with them in a show or thinking that they should be with them themselves because they're a fangirl that's just absolutely insane I mean no offense I think they should go you know check themselves a little bit maybe um, take a day off and you know reevaluate their life but moving on from that little diatribe Anyway, the fangirls tend to cause a huge problem for Jean and Nubsib, and this leads to an all-out breakup because the production company and the publishing company are asking Jean and Nubsib to separate for four months, not talk to each other, not text, not do anything, basically destroy their relationship. And Jean and Nubsib agree. Nubsib because he's acquiescing to Jean, and Jean because he feels like if he doesn't, Nubsib will lose all his ability to act in the future and pursue his career. And he doesn't want to have their relationship cost him his life's work. At the end of the day, they break up. Um, Jean cannot finish his book. He's kind of in kind of a funk for like four months as the production ends, as it airs on TV, etc. And he doesn't know what's happening with Nubsib. Nubsib doesn't really know what's happening with Jean. 
And at the end of the day, he decides to go back home after four months. He leaves his condo and goes to visit his mom and dad and brother. And I think the main reason that he would be more disheartened than anything else is during the press conference that Gina Nubsarette, um, Nubson made the comment that he meant nothing, uh, Gina meant nothing to him except being a brother. And that was exactly what he was supposed to say, but I think that really kind of torqued everything for Gene. He's like, you know what? That means just what he said. We're nothing to each other anymore. And so he goes home and his brother Jap asks him, he says, you know what? You're having trouble finishing your book. Why don't you go to the places in your memory that are good? And maybe in the finding of those good memories, you'll find something that will help you finish your book and maybe help you move on from this difficult situation that you're in. So Gene ends up going on a little journey in his mind, basically to all the places he went to as a kid, in his house, in the neighborhood, where he used to play with Nubsid, because Nubsid was kind of with him constantly. And so he goes through these places in his mind. At the end of it, he's tapped on his shoulder as he is in front of his house, where Nubsid used to hide because this piano teacher would beat him up. Um, when his mom wasn't looking, and so he would hide out in the bushes to avoid having to take piano lessons, and that's where Gene found him in the first place. And he's tapped on his shoulder, and he's told, why don't you count to ten? And he turns around, and he sees Nubsib as a six-year-old telling him, Gene, you need to count. Come on, count to ten. And Gene goes back in his mind to when he's like 11 years old and before all the water is under the bridge. And I love this moment because it's like, you know, people think as people get older that they become more adultish, which, you know, I don't think we grow into, we always still keep a part of our childhood with us, whether we like it or not. And I think the scene where you see Nubsip and Jean back being kids really shows that, you know, even though people grow, even though people develop, they still keep a part of their childlike natures with them, which is, I think, what makes them so unique as individuals. And so Gene starts counting because he's back in his old period of time. And when he quits counting, Nubisub is standing in front of him as an adult and basically waylays him with a hug and passionate romantical moment. And um, Gene's like, um, what's going on here? I was back in my head, and now you're here. And, and Nubs is like, I was waiting for you in the bush, like, you know, I did when we were kids. And it's at this point that Gene says, you know, I don't know if I want to be with you anymore because I don't want the pressures that are going to happen if you're in film and, you know, everyone comes against us like they did for this last production. I'm not willing to do this again. And, you know, I really think this is cool to see Gene as he develops because it's like he realizes there are certain things he is not going to want to go through again. And, you know, I think that's quite healthy because, you know, when Gene started out in the series, he really was... He really was, in many ways, so 
bent on pleasing other people that he never really got done what he wanted to do. And I think in many ways, that's, in my opinion, what Lovely Writer really is all about, is seeing how Gene turns into the person who he is supposed to be. How he basically comes into his truest self. I think in many ways, the most interesting relationships are not the ones that are particularly maybe passionate or you know all that but are the ones in which the characters themselves as they become closer to one another actually become more of who they are as individuals rather than less and I think that's kind of what makes Lovely Writer interesting even though I will say Anna really didn't like this series in many, many, many ways. But I loved what happened with Gene in this series, how he became more of who he was supposed to be as a person, more sure of himself, more sure of the direction of where he wanted to go. And, you know, by the end of the day, was he where he needed to be? No, he still cared way too much what people thought. But by the end of the day, he was able to sit there and go, I know this is what I want. I know this is what I don't want. I know that I would like to be with Nubsib, but I also know that I'm not willing to put up with the stuff we had to put up with here recently with all the production companies and the book company and everyone at our throats. I'm not willing to go through that again and all the fangirls and whatnot driving me nuts. No. And I think in many ways, it's kind of like Lao Tzu said, life consists in the elimination of the non-essentials. You realize what you do want to do and you also realize what you don't want to do. And I think, you know, as people grow more into themselves, it's really neat to see what they're capable of, what their abilities are. And I think in many ways, that's what made Gene, by the end of the day, who he was. Um, by the end of this episode, Gene and Nubsib are back together as a couple. Um, they're living in Gene's grandfather's um, garden mansion. And I think at the end of the day, the thing that was most funny is to see how um, Gene is there with his toast and with Nubsib, and really, they're just quite content with one another. I mean, yeah, there's passion, there's etc., but it's more about they both know where they belong in the world. And I think at the end of the day, very few people can really say that they are where they know they're supposed to be. And if you can say that, I think you've really eliminated like 99.9% .9 of most of the stressors in this world. I also loved how at the end of this um, series, you got to see, I believe, I'm not exactly sure because I'm not very familiar with um, BL writers, but I believe it is the woman who wrote this series that was, that was made. She's setting in a cafe and Nevisib and Jean are coming to eat dinner, and she's sitting there typing up a story. And what you realize at the end of the day is she's imagining what it would be like if her characters were really at the cafe. And all that you've just watched in the series was a figment of her imagination. And I think that was really neat to see you on screen. I know some people sit there and went, what's going on with this? What's this scene about? But I think it's neat to see, like, what the writers go through when they create their story because it's like they're weaving their own world. In many ways, I think, you know, writers have an imagination that is kind of almost childlike in their ability to create stories in their head. In many ways, like when children are playing and they create fantastical tales, 
it's like they don't lose that as they become adults. And that's one of the things that makes them interesting writers. And it was really neat to see this um, Thai writer who's creating the story with the characters sitting there at the table. And then to be at her home typing away at her story and hearing that it's going to be made into a new drama series. Overall, I would probably give this series, you know, with all considered a pretty low rating, like probably a five. However, I will say with the development of Jean, as I just discussed, I would give that probably a seven to eight because I really did like seeing a character who is so unsure of himself and his life come into a surety because they're with the right person and that was pretty cool to see. I also liked how we saw Nubsib turn into a person who yeah he's still young yeah he still makes some really stupid mistakes in his life and with Jean's life and etc but overall I think that he would be a very loyal person. I mean, if there's one thing that Nubsib is good at, he's kind of like, you know, a dog. I, I don't mean it weird, but really, he's kind of like, you know, a nice Labrador retriever and just there and steady. Um, I do wish we hadn't had the scene in the um, episode where he denounced Gene and his relationship in front of all the press. I totally understand why he did that. It's totally explainable. But just because something's explainable, just because you feel up against a wall about it, doesn't mean you sell out yourself or those you care about. Because I think if if Nubsib hadn't done that, if he had had the courage to, you know, be honest with everyone at that press conference, they wouldn't have lost four months. And you're going, well, it's only four months. But, you know... I think even four months, even a day without the person you're supposed to be with, if you are supposed to be with them, is way too much to lose. And so I really, really didn't like that scene because I don't think you should live dishonestly with anyone, especially those that you care about who you could be hurting by that. And so that was the one thing about Nubsib that I totally got but I totally didn't like. And so overall, I would say though, five in total for the series because it had way too much adult rated content for Anna's preference and seven for how it developed Gene because he turned out to be a much cooler person because of the different decisions that he made along the way. And that is my review of Lovely Ride on Tencent Video slash WeTV app. If you live in the Western world, you're probably going to need a VPN that is switched over to, um, I use Proton VPN, and I switch it over to Taiwan so I can watch the series. It is English subs, so you won't have any trouble with that, and you can watch all episodes with the, um, it's like six US dollar equivalent subscription totally worth it peeps if you don't have we tv tencent video you should go and get it right now i'm just saying it has we best love on it need i say more i mean fighting mr second return of the runner-up that is totally worth five us dollar equivalent a month to me to have at my disposal it also has other dramas like um, a bunch of sea drama and anime and 
um, some other BL drama, but not a ton. I think Manner of Death is on there, um, things like that. So you can definitely go check it out. And that is my review of Lovely Rider Episode 12. Check it at the round table. Bye!